it's likely that the following comment from Rashi on the first Pasuk of Parshas Bechukosai is the most famous comment of Rashi in all of the Torah. I know that there isn't a year that goes by that I don't hear this Rashi during Parshas Bechukosai from multiple different speakers, multiple different Rabbeim. This Rashi holds so much value to the Jewish person's connection to Torah and gives us the key to acquiring Torah anew two weeks from today on the holiday of Shavuos. Now, before Rashi, we must see the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Im bechukosai teilechu, the es mitzvosai tishmeru, va'asisem osam. A rather curious Pasuk. The first thing means, Im bechukosai teilechu, if you will go in my laws. The es mitzvosai tishmeru, and you will keep my mitzvos, va'asisem osam, and then do them. So it seems like three kind of repetitive, similar concepts all smushed into one pasuk, one verse. So now let's get down to business with this famous Rashi. Says Rashi, what do these three words mean? I thought that maybe it would mean to do God's mitzvos. But that is the following Words in the Pasuk to do God's mitzvahs. Hare kiyam ha mitzvahs amr. It's already said. Hama ani mekayim. So what do the words em bechukosai teilechu come to teach us? Shetihiyu amelim batorah. That one should toil, should labor in Torah. Anyone who's spent time in the yeshiva or really even knows someone that spent time in the yeshiva they probably have heard these words. Amelim batayra, amelus batayra, delving, working, diligently, toiling in Torah. Now, to begin this week's journey, and to, with God's help, develop the point that I would like to make, we must ask on Rashi. We must try to understand why Torah must take hard work. Why does it take amelus, pain? Why can't I just study the information? Okay, so that's a decent question, and perhaps you've heard it before, but let's drill a bit deeper. When you think about Torah, we know that it must be acquired. There are certain ways to, at least 48 ways, delineated in Masechta Avos, that we can acquire Torah. And Amelus immediately brings to mind learning really hard. But really, that's not what it means. Amelus and the most literal translation means to toil for Torah. There's no mentioning of the study being in the form of toil. We force it into the category of learning and studying because that's how we relate to Torah. But if we're honest with the words, it just means to be someone who toils for Torah. How can one fulfill Amelus Ba Torah outside of the world of studying Torah? Now, to throw some fuel on top of the fire, the answer to these problems are vital because this is the week that we're given the brachos and the klolos, that if we listen to God, all of the blessings are told to us, and God forbid the opposite is 
kind of hard to mention, but they're brutal curses. And the Pusuk here, according to Rashi, for us to unlock the blessings that are given to us from God when we toe the line, when we keep our end of the bargain, needs Amelos Batora. It seems as though it's not extra credit. It seems that toiling in Torah is kind of part of the deal to get the blessings from God. So we must understand what is a Jewish person's relationship and obligation of these three words of Shetihiu Amelim Batorah. Now, in order to do this, we must change our perspective on a certain important topic. If we look inside of King Solomon's Proverbs in Mishlei, you'll find Psukim all about a back-and-forth conversation between wisdom and a person. Parak Aleph Pasuk Chaf says, That wisdom cries out in the corners, the street corners, and in the town squares it raises its voice. It almost seems that this wisdom entity is calling out. And then the next Pasuk says, And then wisdom says, well, you didn't listen to me. You were, you didn't heed my voice. You didn't heed no, so then there's no relationship. Wisdom's as if angry at the individual. And as one continues to go through Mishle, you'll find how the entity that is Torah, the Chevtza, the item that is wisdom, that is Torah's Hashem, is a real living talking, breathing object and item. It asks. It talks. It is alive. It breathes. Rav Yeruchim Levovitz explains that this is step one to answer the question. And Zehu Mahashibushim Hagedolim, one of the largest mistakes that an individual can make. She'enenu ro'im batorah mitzias. He doesn't see that Torah itself is an entity. We believe that through Torah is a way to connect to God. Maybe it's a textbook that can help me understand how to do mitzvos. But we don't understand that Torah itself It is its own item, entity, living, breathing, talking, sustaining organism. Not only that, Hashem kainini reishis darkai kaedem mipa'alav me'oz. It was actually the first entity. God used Torah to create the world as the Medrash. Sorry, as the Zohar tells us. His stakel ba'oraisa ubara alma. There's a give and take, a back and forth, a creation and building of a relationship that we have with Torah. Kimasa umata shall adam la'adam. Like the way that you first meet a friend, you don't necessarily open up and tell all your secrets to this individual that you just met on the train. But the more that you get to know them, the more that they get to know you, the more you have deep, meaningful conversations, the more you reveal to them, the more you become one, the more the relationship grows. And now that we know this, that Hashem's Torah is a vibrant, vivacious, self-sustaining organism, item, then we need a melos to open it up to us. 
It is like a person that when you show it honor, when you open up and take care of it, then it opens up to you as well. Amelos isn't just studying it. Amelos is saying, I respect you, I want you, I need you, and the more that a person toils and labors for something, you're clearly showing it respect, importance, and love, the more that that person will open up to you, and the more that the Torah will open up to you. Amelos is the key that Torah says, ah, you want me? I'm happy to be Megala myself to you. And as we referenced at the beginning of the podcast, that Masech Avos teaches that there are 48 ways to acquire Torah. Memches devorim Torah niknis bohen. Niknis, acquisition, to obtain, is a word used when we're discussing business, how to buy and sell property. There are laws of acquiring Torah. There are 48 different things needed to properly and sufficiently acquire Torah. And just like in the laws of Kinyanim, when a person will buy a piece of real estate, both parties need to be in on the agreement. Otherwise, the Kinyan, the movement, the halachic acquisition doesn't take effect unless there's rutzon, unless there's daita. So too Torah. You need the das. You need the knowledge, the acceptance, the will, and desire of the Torah to want to open itself to you. How do you do that? With Amelos. And with this understanding, as we now have this different approach to the relationship between man, between individual and Torah, we can now take it and start knocking down problems and questions that we might have, like dominoes. The Gemara tells us that when a person will forsake Torah for a day, Torah then goes a day after that and forsakes you. If you take a step back from the relationship, you show Torah that, you know, this relationship can take a day off. It's not really important. Then Torah takes a day off for you. It doesn't open itself up to you. Masech to Megillah, page 6b, Vav Ahmed Beis tells us that if a person says that I worked my tail off, I was Yogati, I toiled in Torah, Umat Sasi, and then I found Torah. Torah opened itself up to me. Ta'amin. We can't believe you. But if there wasn't sufficient toiling, laboring, working for the sake of the Torah, then we don't believe you to have acquired Torah. Torah needs amelus. It needs toiling. And listen to this. There's a medrash in Parshas Pinchas and Chaf Aleph Yudalad that speaks of how Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to hand off the leadership role to his kids, to his sons. It's almost like, you know, when your dad's the Rebbe, you're kind of born into the Rebbe role. But it's clear from the Medrash that Moshe Rabbeinu knew that his sons were ro'oi, were fitting, were the proper next leader, because otherwise Moshe Rabbeinu, he knows what's going on here. He's not going to give his son the mantle of leadership if they are not the proper next leader of the Jewish people. And still he insisted that my son should be the next leader because Moshe knew that his son, he had done really well and he was the greatest Jew around and fitting to be the next leader of the Jewish people. But Hashem's response? No. I want someone else to be the next leader. Yehoshua. 
Joshua. He's going to be the next leader of the Jewish people. Why? And to make matters even more perplexing, the Ramban tells us that when we are told in Parshas Shalach, the Nesim, they're given to us in order of greatness. The Jewish princes, that is. Yoshua is listed there fifth. Fifth on the list of greatness. So how could it be that the next leader of the Jewish people, Hashem said, should be Yehoshua? There are people greater than he is. And indeed, Moshe Rabbeinu asked this to Hashem, how come Yehoshua? Why is he Zoha? What makes him different and special? Oh, and Hashem's answer is the entire vart and is something that if we can internalize, we will have a complete Kabbalah HaTorah on Shavuos. Listen to what Hashem responded to Moshe. Choose Yehoshua Lama. Why? Shemosar Nafshayoleha, because he toiled, he gave of himself, he pushed himself for Torah. Shehimashkim Umariv Lahamid Hasaf Solom. He arose early, he came to the study hall, and he set up the chairs in the base medrash, and he stayed afterwards cleaning up the tables and arranging the furniture in the shul, putting the books away. That's why he was chosen. His amelus, not just in learning, but his showing of his devotion to the Torah. That's why he is the next great leader. You see, godless isn't just in reference to one's studies of one's knowledge of Torah, but godless in the relationship, in the aspect of what you show to Torah, of how much you are important to me and how much I want you, is what Hashem took into account. We're not taught Yehoshua was the greatest learner of them. We're taught that he arose early to set up the chairs, and because of that, he was Omal Batayra, and he is the next leader. And lastly, maybe cover your ears for this one, because it gets a little crazy. But the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, actually, don't cover your ears. Listen, because it's good. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Noaf Isha Chosar Lev. The translation is, someone who is, has an inappropriate relationship with this harlot, with this other woman, he is lacking of heart. It seems like he wasn't loyal to his spouse. And this individual is Chosar Lev. So the Gemara seeks to explain this Pasuk and to figure out the message behind the words. The Gemara says, this is referring to an individual, Zahalome Torah leprakim, to someone who is on and off with his Torah study. A day here, yeah. A week here, yeah. But then off for two weeks, on for another day, off for a day. Explains Rav Yeruchim, because the Gemara saw that what is a relationship with someone of this type? Someone who just goes out and is involved with a different woman for one time, that is totally blasphemous in the realms of a relationship, in the realms of a marriage. You're chasar leiv. You don't understand what the Torah is about and what a relationship's about. And certainly, and also, someone has this relationship while they're married, God forbid, you'll destroy everything. And a real relationship, a healthy, robust marriage, how much do you give up for your spouse and how much do they see that you're the opposite of a chasar leave, that you're a full-hearted, dedicated spouse. And when you do that, how does the other person reciprocate? Except for by opening up 
and giving even more to you. That's how healthy marriages are built. With amelos, with dedication and labor. So Lafiza, we now have an understanding of why amelos is needed for Torah. Because it's not just about the learning with toil, as we normally think. Pushing yourself for another minute. Yeah, that, that's good. That's one aspect of amelos. But the idea is that amelos is there to show Torah that you care, that it's important to you. And when you show Torah that you want it, it reciprocates by opening up the depths of its wisdom and showering them upon you. Practically, as we prepare for Shavuos, there's a couple different ways that we can show amelos by Torah. Number one, if one does have a study session, a chavrusa, push yourself for a couple more minutes. The easiest way to do it. Even though it may be uncomfortable, amelos batora. I want to know what the Gemara says. Amelos batora. The Torah says, hey, you're interested in me. Great. Number two, I think you can also show amelos batora. It makes sense, at least to me, that by physically exerting yourself for Torah, I know that the first thing that comes to mind is actually in preparing all these Torah talks and the Motivation Congregation and the Weekly Parsha podcast. It, it takes a lot of reading comprehension, and I'm not always, or I definitely wasn't so good at that. But one thing happened that was kind of weird in my life. I decided to set up the recording studio on the third floor of the yeshiva because there's a closet up there that has some peace and quiet. And while I normally study on the first floor and come upstairs to the third floor to record, it was getting very tedious to go back and forth. I wanted to move the recording studio down to the second floor or down to the first floor. And then I thought, wait a second. That's probably the only or the biggest amelis that I'm having for Torah. That I'm running up and down the stairs to the studio and back to go get my books from downstairs and back up and forth and back and forth. I think that could be called amelis by Torah. And I hope and I imagine that... My reading comprehension got better because of that Amelos by Torah. I showed Torah, I think, I hope, that I wanted it. And I, rids, I was running upstairs and running back downstairs. Maybe that's Amelos by Torah. So physical exertion to go and travel to the shul, to go and go out in the rain for Torah, to show Torah that you want it and it's important to you. Amelos by Torah. A third way. What if the budget doesn't add up this month to give money to Torah organizations. It's just either I can take this and go to Florida. Maybe I was planning on this vacation or I was going to use it for a, something else that I wanted, maybe a luxury. Maybe not. Maybe it's something that you don't even deem a luxury, but you would have to give up on because you can donate it, give the money to Torah. Imagine how precious Torah would feel when it knew, when it knows that the money donated here for me this person gave up something large in their life for it. Amelos Batoira. So hopefully it's clear by now that when we're standing mountainside in two weeks, screaming Nasev and Nishma on the holiday of Shavuos and re-accepting the Torah ever fresh and new again, it takes Amelos Batoira to have the Torah open itself up to us. It takes amelos ba in order to have Hashem 
bless us with all of these brachos in Parshas Bechukosa. It takes Amelos Batoira to build a relationship. It takes a grinding, a laboring, an exertion. It takes blood, sweat, and tears to build a relationship. And when you're building a relationship with Tyra, certainly it takes Amelos Batoira. And anyone who is involved in a serious relationship with anyone at any time knows that when you are Amal for the other person, you get so much back in return. You can't even imagine. You didn't even have it in mind. You just wanted to give and to help and to donate. But people, the organizations, they give you kifle kaflaim, the spouse, your children, the nachas, the relationship. What an opportunity we have to walk through the gardens of wisdom of the Torah, to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through his Torah. And the only way, the single mahalach, the lone quality needed to connect and have the Torah open itself up to us is, Shetihiyu, that thou shall be Amelim Batayra, toiling and grinding, and laboring, and exerting with blood, sweat, and tears for the sake of Hashem's holy Torah.